Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It is me, the High Priestess Jay. And today I'm just going to talk about my first two tarot decks because I feel like um, they're kind of interesting stories. And um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. So I started reading tarot in 2015, I think, and um, how that happened was I had been going through a spiritual awakening, and it had been a very, very long one, and it was still going on throughout the tarot, uh, throughout learning how to read tarot and all that, but um, it was pretty intense. And I'll probably do another um, podcast on, like, the beginning of my spiritual awakening. But when I started seeing this new person, um, they were friends with a tarot reader that I had stumbled across before. And um, I'm not going to name her because I do not want to be associated with that person. Um, We actually ended up having a huge, like, drama that happened with that situation, which is where I started really getting into protection magic and protection rituals. So um, we'll just call that person Mary. So the person I was dating was friends with this chick named Mary and she was a tarot reader or I don't know she didn't read tarot she read oracle cards and she was very popular um on Instagram and Twitter and then um the person I was dating was also into reading oracle cards and things and they actually read tarot and so um I had already started with you know been deep into meditation and doing a few candle rituals and learning how to shift my mind, excuse me, and getting into crystals and a little bit of sacred geometry. So the person I was dating was like, you know what, Um, you might as well get into tarot. I feel like you could strengthen your intuition and I feel like you'd be pretty good at it. So I, um, so we ended up going on a date and I think it was Valentine's Day or maybe the no I think it was Valentine's Day yeah February 14th um we like went to Bethesda for a date and we ended up getting massages it was really cute we got couples massages and then um (laughs) um I waited outside while they went into the bookstore, and when they came back, there was a miniature tarot deck in the um in the bag, and so I was super duper excited. Then we went to dinner, and then we went home, and um, the rest is history from here. But um, my first tarot deck was the miniature Rider Waite tarot deck, so it was a very small maybe like business card size tarot deck. I was obsessed with it. I loved it. 
Um, I carried it literally everywhere with me, everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. I put it in every purse, every backpack. Anytime I changed a purse, I had my tarot deck on, on me. And I loved my deck so much. I was so grateful, and I still am very grateful um, for that gift. And at first, um, I used the guidebook that came with the deck, and that was okay, but I wanted more information. So I went to a um, store in Alexandria, Virginia called Sacred Circle, and I bought the Tarot Bible. And I really liked that book as well because it taught me a lot more about tarot and different card reading, or sorry, different card meanings and how to interpret them. It taught me about reversals. I mean, that book is just amazing if you can get your hands on it, the Tarot Bible. I highly suggest it. And so I started doing readings like every day, or I would just look at the cards or I would spread them all out and like flip them over and make up stories with them. That was a huge way I actually taught myself how to read tarot was I would make stories based on the cards. So I would look at the cards and, okay, let me get my, actually my second deck ever, but I would look at the cards and I would make a story from the cards that I pulled. So let's just say, okay, okay, sis, that's funny. Oh, wow. This is hilarious. Okay. So I just pulled the king, the knight of cups, the high priestess and the queen of cups um, for my deck. Oh, and then the king of cups is on the bottom of the deck. So I would tell a story like, okay, the knight of cups you know, he is, um, this is a, this is a warrior spirit. This is a spirit that does a moving spirit that brings, um, you know, love energy and emotion energy. You have the high priestess who is all about secrets, mysticism, knowing everything, um, you know, pulling back the veil. And then you have the queen of cups who is basically like the motherly spirit um, and is very intuitive and emotional. So I would say like, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to share an emotion in regards to spirituality and it's going to be emotionally satisfying for me. And I would just do that. And I would make up several stories on one pull, or I would just keep pulling cards and see, and see the different things I would come up with. And um, I eventually started dating another person. And this is when tarot got really serious and important for me. Because I started dating another person and I was having dreams that I was being cheated on. And I was. And in the dreams, it was really clear. I could see like the person's face. And like the person I was being cheated on with, I could see their face and their skin color and their and their physical build. And I was getting like all these details and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And I would ask the person I was dating and they'd be like, no, I would never do that to you. Like, don't worry, that'll never happen. And I'd be like, okay. So around the time that 
it was made known to me for sure. Um, I, you know, was doing a lot more tarot readings for people. Um, and I would notice that every single time I would pull out my deck, the three of swords would fall out. And for everybody that reads tarot, for anybody that doesn't read tarot, actually, you got to know that the three of swords is like that card you just ooh don't really want to get because that's the card of like emotional betrayal, relationship betrayal, broken heart. Um, it usually has a heart with three swords stabbing it. It's not a fun visual and um it usually means pain is coming right so i would pull out my deck and like every single time i would pull it out i would get the three of swords right and i started to just be like yo this is crazy like i i wouldn't even shuffle the cards because usually what i do well what i used to do was i would shuffle my cards after i was done reading them and then i would just put them up so I would be taking out the deck and then the three of swords would fall out or I like, I do a half shuffle and the three of swords would fall out or I would just pull the card from the top or the bottom of the deck and it would fall out. So I was like, yo, what the F long story short, I found out that that was happening and it was pretty crazy. And that's when I kind of, that's when I like really started believing in the tarot because I was like, wow, my deck was trying to spill the tea, like tell me what's going on. And I totally just wasn't listening. I wasn't understanding, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's also when I learned the power of keeping your deck with you, like especially if you're trying to bond with it, keeping it with you on your person at all times, carrying it with you wherever you go, handling it as much as possible, working with it as much as possible, because you want to get your energy onto the deck. Um, so shortly after all that happened, I got myself a new deck. I went out and bought myself a deck, which had been something that I was so afraid to do um, because there was this, I guess, rule going around that I don't believe in anymore. Um, and I think a lot of people don't believe in anymore, which is why tarot and oracle cards and all that stuff have kind of gotten extremely popular because a lot of people have them now. And there was a rule that you are not allowed to buy your own tarot deck. Somebody has to buy it and gift it to you. Don't know where that came from. Don't know why. Probably some, uh, pagan like gatekeeping on reading tarot cards which is silly but um I went out and I bought myself a deck of tarot cards I don't remember the shop that I bought it from um but it was in Baltimore Maryland and I ended up buying the spellcasters tarot deck and I just felt like it was perfect for me because I was like hey I'm a spellcaster you know, <laughs> and the uh, creator of the deck is Melanie Marquis. I was like, oh, her name sounds French. Maybe she's can French Canadian or something. Um, and then also I looked, wow, 
So I looked at the deck box and the first thing that I noticed was that on the back of the box, I'm trying to find this card so I can like call back the memories that I had from looking at it. But on the back of the box, it had the most beautiful illustration of the world card. And it is literally a black woman. Um, so I felt hella represented. Here it goes. It's a black woman with a long fro and she has like, usually it's like a clothes around her, but this time it's made out of water. And I just felt so connected to the imagery. Like it was out of this world. I'd never felt that whenever I was looking at a tarot card. So I knew that I had to get this deck. What also I like about this deck is that it's very multicultural. Um, the first deck that I had was very Caucasian. Um, there were no brown people. It was only white people, which is cool. But I prefer to be represented in all things that I do. And so I lean more towards cards that are multicultural or African-based because I am African. So um, that's what I'm interested in and that's what I want to see. And that's who I want to give my money to. So um, people that include other people and black and brown people. So I bought the deck. As soon as I get into the car, I opened it up <laughs> and started looking at the cards. And I was just like in love. I was so totally in love. And I still use the Spellcrafters Tarot deck. Um, I still use it, although I love to not use it for readings per se, but use it for um, ritual purposes. And um, it's just a beautiful deck. It is my, it is the oldest deck in my possession that I have. It's been there for me through a lot of stuff. Um, I have learned a lot with this deck. I have read a lot of people with this deck. I've read myself many times with this deck. I've read family members with this deck. Um, it's just very, very special to me. And I really love the artwork. I feel like the artist puts so much time and effort into it. And it really shows. Like, the artwork is just, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite decks. And there's a lot of symbology in it, which is why it's excellent for ritual work, um, which is another reason why the name Spellcaster's Tarot fits perfectly with it, perfectly because of all the symbology, symbols, signs that are, you know, drawn into the cards. My first tarot deck, excuse me, that I ever had, though, however, I did release that. I did um, sell that because I personally do not believe in keeping items from um, people that are no longer in my life anymore. And um, that's just a practice that I have because energetically, um, I don't like the way it feels <laughs> to keep people, like even if it's a gift um, or something that I really, really, really like, like the chances that I will keep it in my possession are very, very slim 
And um, I just do that for spiritual sanitational sanitation reasons. And because I know how energy works and I know how you can look at an item and memory can be associated with it. Um, people's physical energy can be associated with it. And I feel as though it holds you back when you're moving on, when you're leveling up, when you're just moving forward with your life. Uh, it doesn't make sense to hold on to old stuff. You have to let go of old things, let go of what doesn't work for you, what no longer suits you, so that there's room for what does work for you to come into play. So those that is my tarot experience. Um, I really love tarot. I really love the imagery of it. I'm super glad that I got into it. I remember the first time I ever saw a tarot deck was after I watched The Craft with my best friend in elementary school. And um, she showed me her tarot deck that her father got her. And I was just like, that's crazy. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. And then we like, and then she gave me this junior, it's like a junior witch spell book or something. And I had that in my possession for a couple days. And I was like trying the different spells, like knot spells and freezer spells and um, writing petitions. <laughs> yeah, that was really cute. Actually, my first best friend ever. Mary, um, yeah, that's her real name, Mary, she was hella into that stuff, and uh, she sort of influenced me in that, and so it was really cool, um, because her parents were open to it, they, you know, let her express herself, so it was kind of cool to see that, and, um, you know, see what other people did, but yeah, that was my first experience, my first tarot deck was gifted to me, although I knew it was coming, and then my second tarot deck, and then my second tarot deck, um, you know, has been my writer, and I will never get rid of this deck ever, like, this has been my experimentation deck, this has been, um, a deck that has a lot of energy behind it, and... Yeah, that's how I feel about that. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I enjoyed sharing it with you. It was just something I was thinking about earlier about subjects that I wanted to talk about. And I thought that would be cool. Don't be afraid to buy your first tarot deck um, if you want one or an oracle deck. Or like I said in the podcast before, you could go get a deck of playing cards from the dollar store. I actually... I read playing cards sometimes, and my deck of playing cards was from the dollar store. So that was one buck. <laughs> and I, um, you know, I drew little words on them that helped me remember what the meanings uh, for each suit and each card mean or whatever. But I mean, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. And you don't have to put like, a lot of thought or effort into doing it. So also I want to say that now there are so many tarot and oracle decks out there. There are so many. So if you feel uncomfortable using certain decks because of the imagery or the people that they're using to represent them, I mean, they have tarot decks that are based on... um, 
Lukumi, which one of my, actually, I think it's like my favorite or my second favorite tarot deck, the Tarot Lukumi, which is out of print. But that is completely based on ATR. Then there's the uh, Orisha Tarot, Orisha Tarot. There is Tarot with Cats. There is a complete tarot deck that's all about witches. Um, there are medieval tarots and goth tarots. There are tarot decks um, made from anime characters. There are tarot decks like for pretty much anything that you could possibly in- be interested in. And if you're creative, you could probably make your own tarot deck because it is not that expensive to go onto a um, card, like a playing card making website and print your own stuff. Um, actually, Brie makes her own Oracle decks and she gets them printed herself and they're pretty awesome. So it really just depends on how creative you want to be. Or you could just be like me and, you know, get a deck from the dollar store, a playing card deck, and write some words on it and those are your meanings. Hey, you could even go to Five Below and find tarot decks. Like, they're everywhere now. So if you want to get into that, don't be afraid. And then also there's so many other forms of divination that you can get into. Like I said in my previous blog or in my previous podcast. So let me know what you guys think. And I hope you're having an amazing and excellent day wherever you are. And I'll talk to you later.